Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonaco. I am the host, and I am on a movement to create this world a better place. If you are listening to this, please make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your tribe, because together as a collaborative, we can all do our part to create conscious wealth, create conscious communities, and to make this world a better place. Stay tuned for our next featured guest. Welcome to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle. Today we have Leah Artist, and she is a healing and empowerment coach and an alchemist. She's been traveling the road of transformation, self-discovery, and change for 13 years. She helps women transform from feeling stuck or lost, step into their own power, and their own path so that they can have the wisdom that comes from within and the brilliance by building their own inner compass to navigate times of change. So ladies, grab a pen, grab a paper, and let's welcome Leah to the show. Welcome to the show, Leah. Hi, Lucy. So great to be here. Thank you for having me. Wow. You, you have doing this path for 13 years and I'm sure you've had some trials, some tribulations, but really what got you started on this path of change? Yeah, so there's, um, it's a great question. And it's obviously with any of these journeys, it's a windy road, as you can expect. That's why it was 13 fun years. Um, but uh, there's two parts to this journey. There's the inner journey and the outer journey. And the outer journey for me always began with this question of where do I fit in the world never really finding my place, um, constantly coming up against things that weren't really the right fit right away. So I had all this time to explore, and also the, I had nothing really keeping me where I first started my career. And so eventually when I got the chance to kind of follow the thread that's always been, been on my mind, which was, um, you know, how do, how do ideas kind of evolve through humanity, which is, you know, a pretty esoteric question, mm -hmm. but um, that's what led me to studying futurism and forecasting and understanding kind of like where the world's going. And from there, that's how I got really interested in making change because it was to be an effective futurist, you have to be an effective change maker. And so in that journey, I've now studied change from the outside in. So thinking about where the world's going, thinking about how the world works, doing um, consulting um, as a strategist and, um, and in the change arena to realizing the greatest change that we need to make for where our world is going next is actually within. Mm, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us a little bit, you mentioned futurist and <laughs> strategist. And can, can you explain for the individuals that are just coming on to the Wealthy Wednesday show and they haven't been listening to to me as an alchemist also, or as a mystic, can you explain what does that mean and, and how does that affect the audience? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, you bring up a good point in naming the mystic side of this stuff. So the futurist and strategist side of this, I would say actually isn't quite as mystic as, um, as some of the gifts that I've stepped into, but it actually needs the mysticism to, um, 
make sense of the wisdom that we have in the world that we don't have a, uh, have a place of understanding, making meaning of. And so futurist, um, a futurist is all about looking 10, 20, 100 or more years into the future using research, using signals of what's actually happening in society, um, politically, technology, technology in the economy, in the world to understand um, what are the things that are going to shift or affect an industry or a company or a country where things are going. And as you do that, um, it's not really about predicting the future. It's more about understanding these are the probable futures that can happen and which one do we want preferred to happen and how do we shape or create the conditions for us to get there. So in a way it's kind of related to a lot of the stuff we talk about as mystics or working with the universal laws and setting up the conditions we want for things to happen in, and um, to manifest. But it's, it's kind of the science or you know, thinking's analytical side of it that where it kind of meets together. Um, strategy is very similar to futurism in terms of taking a, a body of research and asking really interesting questions um, to figure out the answers that we don't even know what they are. So, <laughs> mm. and, yeah. And individuals can utilize this in their own personal life or in their business. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. I, w I was just going to ask you, could you explain that? Yeah. So um, in your personal life, you know, when you think about where you want to go, I actually really call on things like my core desired feelings, or I think about the things that light me up when I'm trying to build my own personal path. What do I want more of in my life? What gives me energy? And when you think about structuring your life that way, you can think about in the same way how do I create more space for these things to happen? How do I create more of a structure for the things that I'm really interested in and I'm called to? And as a business owner, when you're looking at this work, it's hugely applicable when you're trying to figure out where to innovate or to invest or what are the things that you need to be aware of that really matters to you. Um, you know, in my expertise and my experience with change as both a human and somebody as a student and a practitioner, most of us wait for change at a point where everything's falling apart or we, it's unavoidable, right? That we wait for the pain side of change. The two most powerful lovers of change are pain and joy. And what I try to do in my work as a coach and a healer and an alchemist is to really advocate for people to figure out what they want that pulls them, that vision. And that's where futures work really is powerful. Like, what is the world you want to see? What is the business or opportunity you want to create? And then how do you understand the factors that are going to go in to help you make that successful? And so walking towards that path instead of being backed into a corner, I think is something that I'm really passionate about, obviously, and some, a big message that I'm trying to get out in the world for people to step into what they want, believe it's possible, instead of waiting for things to come at them that they're forced to change because the universe has told them to. Yes, it's much easier to pay attention to the subtle signs that are in your life that are going on in the economy and follow those and start changing with joy rather than waiting until that last moment when everything is just a heap of a mess mm -hmm. and then you're trying to figure out how to pull yourself out of the chaos and then having to change on top of the pulling yourself out of the chaos. It's, it's a lot easier. 
Yeah. To- and it's a lot more gentle and kind to yourself. Yes. It's much <laughs> gentler and kinder. So speaking about being gentle and kind to yourself, what, what are some of the telltale signs that, that people can pay attention to so that they can alleviate being stuck in that, that mm. heap of, of um, change or pain that causes the change? Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but in my self-intimacy workbook, I kind of outline a couple different ways you can look at what's really pulling you in your life. Mm-hmm. So um, oftentimes, like I said, the two lovers, we can pull on our pain and joy. And in the workbook, I kind of give you six different windows that you can look at through that. So looking at um, pain and pleasure, judgment and joy, fear and fun. So when you look at those things and you look at when you can start to examine like what's really driving me in my life, am I, the subtle signs to me can be energetically or physically, like, do I feel constricted? Am I happy to go to work? Am I, is my nervous system out of whack? Am I always feeling rushed and, and like ungrounded? Um, am I not happy? Do I not remember the last time I laughed? I don't, I mean, I, I, quite frankly, I don't think any of these are subtle. <laughs> I think they're all pretty big uh, or, or noticeable, but sometimes, you know, I really, my mission in the world is to free the world from suffering. And we don't, often when we're suffering, we don't realize we're even there in the first place. True. And, it, and it takes somebody to really pull us out of ourselves to be like, you know, you know, life doesn't have to look that way. Mm-hmm. And um, creating that awareness is something I'm still learning to do. I think it's still very hard to um, give people warning signs of suffering. I don't, I, you know, I think that's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. But it is looking at where do you feel like not like yourself anymore? Where are your nerves really raw? Where do you feel, like my favorite analogy or image is, where do you feel like a scared animal in the bushes where you're on high alert and you're waiting for anyone to come at you and you're constantly like taking everything, you're very sensitive to everything that happens. You're over analyzing, like in my own life, this happened to me in my old, old work. Like I was overlooking for evidence that I mattered and I was just on high alert for every little piece of evidence of like, oh, they didn't pick me for this project, they must not see me, or I don't matter, or I'm not smart enough, or I'm not valuable. And when we're in that place, like that is a sure tell sign of being in a place of fear, and -hmm. not in a place of our truth and our power, and just, and knowing that we are valued as who we are. So that's a windy answer to your question, but there's a few, few things to use in there. Right. And we'll be talking about your self-intimacy workbook that helps unlock the first steps to your healing mm-hmm. in a little bit. But first of all, what's, what's really important is, is you actually have a five-step process in this healing ability. And can you tell us a little bit more about, you told us a little bit about the, the looking for the fear or the fun, etc. Can you elaborate on somebody who's got a pen and paper, you know, in mm-hmm. the down? What, what are the quick five steps that they can start taking right now for healing? Yeah, well, there's certainly not quick five steps, but I'll try to focus on the first ones um, within kind of like the first work I would do with my client. So first, um, 
I'm debating on giving you an overview of the journey. Um, I'll give you an overview of the journey and then I'll kind of give you five things you can do now. So the five steps in healing, the first is recognizing where you're at. And often that is recognizing if you're in a place of fear or if you're in a place of suffering or stuckness um, and, and what's contributing to that. And so we do that work together, but you can often do this in your own life. Um, but it, I find it's really powerful to have somebody outside of you who can mirror for you because when we often don't see ourselves, we think we look crazy, we sound crazy, we can't trust anything we're saying anymore. And until somebody can help us see that that's not the case at all, that we are still as brilliant as we are, um, we're still kind of in that whirlpool. So whether you do that work with a coach or with a friend or a therapist, like that is really an essential step is like finding some new ground of understanding the moment you're in. The second step is um, I, what I call respond ability. So it's looking at and gaining skills um, around your inner listening and your inner compass, um, understanding how to recognize where things come within you, come from within you. So um, I do something, I touch on something called parts work. Um, and, and where I was introduced to this is through Dr. Margaret Paul's work with inner bonding. Um, it is a brilliant, brilliant system that actually teaches you how to learn how to love and take care of yourself, which is something we have no access to. And oftentimes we don't realize there's a whole chorus or cosophony of emotions and parts and, you know, different kinds of actors happening within us. And so when we feel so whipped around, um, what we don't realize is that those things come from good places or good intentions within us, but they might be misdirected. And it's not all just one thing kind of taking over us. Like it's not just this one thing of emotion. There's a lot of different things at play. So learning those inner navigation skills is really essential. And that's what gives you the power to start to be able to respond in your life instead of react. The third um, step in healing is all about honoring your emotions and honoring the processing it takes. Um, in the respondability step, you learn to start to examine where things come from um, in your life, in your desires, in your thoughts, in your beliefs, and looking at what's yours and what's not yours. Oftentimes we're trying to live lives in a way that isn't necessarily true to us, but is what we were taught or what we thought would make us happy or would take us wherever we thought we wanted to go. And so when we are able to look at those things and see what, what we actually want and what we don't want anymore, there's a process of actually um, honoring the emotions that come up because inevitably there's some kind of grief or some kind of change. And so we release those emotions and understand what it means to actually let that through us and honor us and that emotions have valuable information for us um, and they, they need to be expressed for them to not get stuck in our body and later to cause disease. And through that process, we also learn tools about how do you restore yourself? How do you reset your nervous system? How do you do different social, emotional, physical ways of healing through a lot of practices that we don't have access to unless you're really looking for them. Um, and the final two steps are all about looking at getting you the pen back in your hand, rewriting the story of um, who you are, rewriting the vision of what you want for your life, putting that power back um, in, in possibility that you can have what you wanted and that you can kind of in a both in a blank canvas way or in, in part of a healing way when you have to re-look on memories that have happened 
and you reframe them and learn to rewrite their meaning for you and what you take away from them. Um, it's a really powerful way to start to walk forward in your life and to make sense of the things that have happened and to get clear on what you want. And the final step is all about how do you actually live that path? Um, it's really scary to go for what you want. And there's a lot of fears that come up. And so when you walk that path, it takes a lot to understand and work with those fears, to not get stuck, to not be alone, and to really what I call exercise your faith muscle. Wow. Yeah, well, those are really <laughs> five powerful steps that individuals can take. And they can get started by your self-intimacy workbook. Can you give us a really, really short blurb about the self-intimacy workbook? And then how can individuals get a hold of this before we say our farewells? Yeah, awesome. So the self-intimacy workbook helps you see kind of what's driving you right now in your life. Um, where you want to go, either that magnet of joy or what's keeping you where you're at with the pain, the judgment, the fear. And through that, it's this first step of really listening to what's true to you, to kind of doing the work of creating the time and excavating what's there for you in your life. Um, to get this workbook, you can go to um, bit.ly forward slash in healing color. So we'll spell that for you. B-I-T dot L-Y slash I-N healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, color, C-O-L-O-R. And when you do this workbook, it's going to start you on that first step of just creating a mirror for you of like, what's going on in my life? How can I really understand what's pulling me and what I want? And um, it's very powerful to just take that time, a half hour, hour, whatever you have, to start to see what's true for you. Well, wow. and that's one of the most powerful steps that you can do is the recognition. Mm -hmm. And with this workbook, it's going to be able to help you recognize things that you might not even be aware of. And one of the most important things that I realized when I've started self-discovery, self-intimacy, and self-healing is actually working with a workbook helped me to understand things that I wasn't, uh, I was aware, but I wasn't aware of. Mm -hmm. It would help me clarify what was the actual pain point rather than what I thought was the pain point. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely a, a workbook you want to get. It's completely free. You have a little bit of time, you know, 15, 20 minutes per day, maybe a couple of times per week. And boom, you've, you've just got part one and you'll be able to see much more clearly. So Leah, I really appreciate you being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. And this has been a really fast, fast show as always. And mm -hmm. I wanted to say, is there any last tips you'd like to leave our audience with before we, we say adios? Yeah, I just, um, it's a really powerful path to walk and know that you are not alone. Um, I think the greatest change we can make in the world is living the path that's most true who we are. So I really encourage you to take that first step and to be brave. It's one of the greatest things you can do for your life. Fabulous. Thank you for being a guest on the Wealthy Wednesday show. And I want to thank my audience for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday show. If you're listening to us on the YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button so that you will never miss an episode. And if you are 
listening to us by some other means, whether you're on the app for the Android or the iPhone or listening on iHeart, etc., please share this episode with your social media. Please let me know that you found value in this. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can go to my website at lucymcmonicle.com and you can leave comments for me so that I know what exactly you're looking for for the next episode of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. So until next time, abundant blessings. Are you ready to change your money flow? Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? Well, let me tell you, my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends, your family, your tribe, and let other people know that the Wealthy Wednesday Show is creating a movement to make this world a better place, and we rely on you to get the word out so that we can create mass influence So until next time, abundant blessings.